want to guide you into writing your lament. A prayer of lament guide is on page 49 and it's week 17. It's important that you actually carve out time, whether it's incremental or it is something that you do in one sitting. Only you can know what that's going to look like because you are going to be um, responsive to the Holy Spirit's guidance. So with that in mind, I really want to give you some, some things to consider. First and foremost, it is only by the power of Elohim that you and I can lament. It is only by the name above all names, Yeshua, that you and I can lament. None of us can count on our finite sorrow to lead an ancient liturgical procession of lament. Lament is intercession. Lament is not a mood or an attitude. Lament is not led by your emotions, although emotions will accompany lament. Rather, what lament is, is led by the Lord. It is an intercession led by the Lord, by the Spirit of God. And so there's that requirement of illumination. Therefore, for one to truly internalize lament, more time must be committed face-to-face with God to discover what breaks the divine's heart and how the divine expresses that. So this is about communion. You become a witness of lament. And so we're talking about intimacy. And that intimacy centers God's heart and instructs our grief. It does not center you or how you feel so badly. This intimacy that I'm talking about roots the soul in restorative, sanctifying work where shame is confronted, it is uprooted and expelled. And this is not a one and done thing, okay? So the intimacy will strip off the fig leaves from your human heart and you will feel that exposure. It's not to alienate you, it's to bring you closer. It will reveal where distrust and ego resist God. This intimacy that I'm talking about is where you as an image bearer incessantly surrender in order to mirror back to God the truth about being a purveyor of scarcity, oppression, and the upholder of hierarchical illusions that sever people from shared belonging, even yourself, that severs people from equal access to prosperity, even yourself. The beloved laments this. And so the path of lament is not passive, it is active. Hear me on that. The path of lament is also personal. I want you to consider 
that how you notice your personal lament will also be an overflow in the communal lament. And it is a path to a commitment to holiness, your sanctification. Our sanctification is earnestly and eagerly attached in holy fellowship, holy resistance, holy disruption, holy repentance, holy restoration, holy reimagining because of holy shalom making. And I want to say a few more things. Don't want this to be too long because I really want you to dive deeply into this without it becoming too overwhelming. But of course, I can't control whether or not it is overwhelming to you or not. But I do care about dosing you properly. So, lament's chief expression and intercessor and witnesser is the incarnation of the beloved. It's the incarnation. And you can't get any more demonstrative than that. The ultimate redemptive resistance embodied is Yeshua. Breathe that in as you seek to lament. Breathe in the breath of God. That scent, lament, wrapped in flesh for us to see. And let grace, truly let grace lead you in your lament. God doesn't need your clay feed resources. What he needs is to dislodge your ego from thinking that it is part of your identity. It is not. It's a counterfeit. And so, the beloved wants to address the whole person. Your multifaceted identities. So that you can also see the purposefulness of lamenting when the identities of others are erased or marginalized, dehumanized, detached. So as you consider all that I have said, I want you to know that as you begin to scribble your limitation, which you have some space on page 50, you're interceding because you have an audience of one who knows you, knows your heart, and it is to whom you write, to God, to the beloved. Now I encourage you to resist the temptation of writing to your alter ego or your future self. I encourage you to resist the temptation of approaching it as an intellectual or analytical exercise. This is an embodiment exercise, an embodiment experience. 
And one thing about lament and or anything that reorients or changes us, every minute your body is physically reacting. Pay attention to her. She is literally changing in the response to the thoughts that run through your mind. So this is heart writing. And earlier I mentioned whether or not you do this incrementally or you do this in one sitting, I want you to make sure that you understand that this is about you allowing the real you to emerge from any of the rubble so that in your pursuit of justice, joy is also juxtaposed. All right, Sojourner, you can feel free to reach out to me with any questions or concerns by emailing me and or if you are so inclined and you're on Instagram, I'm there too. You can direct message me. But I'll get my emails and check those before I check Instagram. So thank you for allowing yourself to be submitted to the Holy Spirit in me, to the God in me, to pastor you and to prophetically speak into your life with a kind of detoxing admonition that this is. All right, my dog is barking, probably wants a lizard. So I'm going to go ahead and consider this our conclusion. Shalom, sisters.